Hi, everybody. My name is Tessa Morrow, and in April of this year, I joined Jerry and Tracy in the podcaster world, and I have Paranormal Prowlers podcast. Now, I've been investigating the paranormal for well over a decade, but have been obsessed with it since, believe it or not, age two. While I have a plethora of encounters, experiences, and odd and eerie moments with the paranormal and supernatural, the story that I'm about to tell you isn't mine at all. Doing what I do, I've had many people, strangers, loved ones, friends, acquaintances, family, and so on, tell me about their paranormal happenings. My dear aunt, Mary Bird, told me about something she encountered long ago. I was so intrigued by this true event that I included it in my very first book, and I want to share it with you, ghouls. Today, my Aunt Mary Bird, she's an EMT, among many other things. She helps people. She's there comforting people on their worst day of days. It's what she does best. She's been doing this for decades. And she is not alone. Her children, my cousins, range from firefighters, law enforcement, dispatchers, and EMTs. True heroes. The story I'm about to tell you on this spooky Halloween evening is a true story. A event that took place decades earlier in the San Luis Valley in the mountains of gorgeous Colorado. Now back then, my aunt was just a teen, around 18 or so, and even then she was helping people. She was working at the hospital and the nursing home in a sweet little town called Del Norte. She was working the graveyard shift, 11 to 7. Now I must mention, she didn't live in town. She was a good 20 minutes away. So... On this particular night, she's driving to work. Now today, if you go through the area, the speed limit is 55 miles per hour. But back then, the speed limit was 75. So she's going a pretty good speed. She's driving. She has some tunes on, getting ready for a long night of work at the hospital. She's driving through an area that is known as Plaza Hill. Now, I must mention that Plaza Hill is very, very eerie. The very few times that I've driven through there, what little people I saw stopped what they were doing only to stare at me. I felt like I was kind of in the twilight zone, not going to lie. Later, I found out through my aunt that witchcraft and black magic is practiced in this area from way back and today as well. And if you're not Mexican, Hispanic, Spanish you get the drift, then you're not welcome there. No wonder they were staring at me. In later years, my aunt would encounter other strange things in Plaza Hill, and I'll mention those in a few minutes. So she is driving past Plaza Hill, going close to 80 miles per hour, when suddenly out of nowhere, this huge owl just appears. And in her words, she said to me, this owl hits my windshield, dead center. The wingspan totally covered the windshield, and I couldn't see a thing. It just flew off. My windshield didn't break or anything. And it should have broke. I was going 75 miles an hour. It should have done some damage, but it didn't. At all. It was in the middle of the night. I was too chicken shit to stop and check. I was just grateful that my windshield was okay. Okay, so the rest of the drive, thankfully, is uneventful. She arrives to work shaken, but unharmed. There's no taking a breather at the hospital slash nursing home. As soon as she arrives, they pull her off the nursing home floor and put her straight to work in the hospital. 
as they were shorthanded on that night. Mary Bird starts her shift and the uneasiness starts to kind of fade away. You know, it's still there, mind you, but work is always a good distraction, especially when you work somewhere like a hospital. Well, 45 minutes into her shift, an ambulance arrives at the emergency room. Now in the ambulance is an old woman named Dolores. The EMTs explain that they found Dolores laying on the side of the road along Interstate 160, right by Plaza Hill. Her injuries, they're serious. She has a broken leg, and it's a very obvious broken leg. No question, no doubt. So they get her checked in, they ran tests, they do x-rays on her shattered body, and they get her set up in a room and into a bed. Well, my aunt, she goes in there to check up on Dolores, and they start to talk. The woman only speaks Spanish, and my aunt, through marriage, is very fluent in Spanish. So they start conversing with one another. My aunt asks her if she's okay, and if she needs anything at the moment. And what she says next gives me the chills. She says, I look at her and I ask her, how did it happen, the accident? And she says to me, you ought to know, you hit me. I was in total shock. I go, I didn't hit you. I didn't hit no lady. And she says, you hit me. Well, we're arguing about this. We're going back and forth. And I told her, on my way from home going to work, I hit an owl in that area, but I didn't hit no human being. And she looks at me and says, you hit me, unquote. <laughs> kind of creepy, right? This old woman, Dolores, was so excruciatingly confident that my aunt hit her with her car. And that's why she was lying hurt on the side of the road. Well, my aunt was equally confident. Like, lady, I hit an owl, not a person. I can tell the difference between an animal and a human being. Hello? Shaken up with this odd encounter with this even odder woman, my aunt's shift is finally complete. She wants nothing more than to get the heck out of there and go home. So remember, it was the graveyard shift. It is now the following morning and she is in her car on her way back home. She stops at the right turn to go to Plaza Hill. She gets out of her car, walks into the field, and walks onto the side of the road. She explains the scene. I walked in the field and on the other side of the road, I walked up and down. Not a single feather. Nothing, you know, nothing at all. You can see in the grass where there was an indentation of where somebody was lying. Aunt Mary Bird returns to work the following day. Her interest and curiosity highly piqued. She talks to one of the EMTs on the call to pick up Dolores. She asks him, where exactly did you guys find Dolores? She soon realized through this conversation with the EMT that she was found right in the spot where earlier she saw that indentation. That's where the crew found Dolores. You guys, that is the same area where my aunt hit that huge owl. Believe it or not, they become friends, Dolores and my aunt. They would visit and talk. My aunt even met Dolores' family, including her sons and daughters, nieces and nephews. When Dolores finally was able to leave the hospital, she asked my aunt if she could accompany her back to her home to help her get settled and whatnot. Well, of course, my aunt, who enjoys helping people and those in need, said yes to this elderly woman's request. They took her back home via ambulance, and my aunt showed Dolores's family the things that they had to do to help her get stronger and recover. During this, they became good friends, and they remained friends. Around four years later, my aunt noticed that, hey, Dolores, she's not doing very well. She actually has a hole in her leg, like literally a hole, a through and through. Dolores kept persisting that it was nothing, that she would be okay, she's fine. Well, she ended up getting gangrene due to that horrendous wound. She admitted to my aunt that 
this will probably be the end of her. And even though it probably would have saved Dolores's life, she refused amputation. She wouldn't let anybody near it. And she was right. That was the end of her. That wound, that gangrene, that took Dolores's life. Now, after Dolores's sudden death, Aunt Mary Bird was asked by the family if she could help them, you know, get the house ready for sale, clean it up and stuff. Of course, she said yes. Going through her late friend's possessions, my aunt and the family noticed that Dolores had a secret fake wall in one of her closets. They opened this fake wall section, this hidden door, and they found a bunch of black saints in the secret room. Now, that wasn't the only thing they found in this mystery room. There were a bunch of books, all in Spanish, of course. One book was about black magic, titled The Book of the Black Hand. And in Spanish, it was called... <laughs> And I apologize in advance for butchering any words as it's been several years since I took Spanish. The book is called Le Libra La Mano Negra. There was another book that caught my aunt's eye and made all too much sense. Como Camiel Animal, meaning how to change into an animal. My aunt's reaction, she said to me, I was amazed. This book explains that they can change into cats and owls, dogs and rocks. You know, all this shit. I tripped out. My aunt shared with me that she has no doubt that on that fateful day that she was shot, that Dolores was perhaps a rabbit or something and was shot by a hunter. And after this happened, after recovering that secret room, she would hear Dolores from time to time saying her name. She once told me that she got in the car and she has this habit, you know, she'll look around in the car before getting in so she could make sure that nobody's there. So one night she gets in the car getting ready to leave work when suddenly she hears her name. The voice came from the back seat and it was Dolores's voice, you guys. To this day, this is still one of my favorite stories that has been told to me. It chills me to the bone every single time. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. Fast forward decades later, after my aunt's encounter with the animal transforming witch or bruja, my aunt is driving the ambulance on a call and going through Plaza Hill. And as they enter the area, the ambulance itself, well, it starts to malfunction. The wiring is going haywire, the lights are fading out, the radio is just not working. They are utterly shocked as this has never happened before. The lights were so dim they couldn't even work on the patient. As soon as they get out of plaza and back on the interstate, the sirens roar back to life. The lights went back on fully bright and the radio starts right back up. This is unacceptable. This won't work. How can they work and drive and help people if their unit isn't working properly? So the next day they brought the ambulance in to get a full checkup and there was not a single thing wrong with it. No faulty wiring, no shortages, not a single thing. San Luis Valley is a very active location, you guys, from UFO sightings to animal mutilations to demonic homes to succubus and incubus cases and so much more. And of course, can't forget the witchcraft and black magic. A big thank you to Hillbilly Horror Stories for including me in your very special Halloween episode. And folks, in November, keep a lookout for my second book as Jerry and Tracy have their own very chapter in it. For more info, email me. Paranormal underscore prowlers at AOL.com. Happy Halloween!